0: Everyone, welcome. This is crazy online now. Uh, I haven't been uh, podcasting a little, quite a bit, uh, so it's it's good to be back here and doing it a different way. Uh, new little series here, Cullen on film. It's talking the filmmaker, artists, and all that kind of stuff, uh, and mostly for uh, Middletown North High School. So uh, I know we are alive right now on the internet as well, but um, I'll have my students uh, log on so they can uh, listen and and have a special guest. To listen to in anything with doing with the arts and of course today we have ming shen how are you Ming?
1: what's up everybody how you doing it's good, so it's good to be here
0: we usually we have you and we came to visit you this year but usually we have you in class and obviously that's not going to happen now right
1: so. uh, unfortunately no not for the the foreseen future and uh yeah mr cullen here
0: you are uh, what's your official title uh like tv film teacher I guess
1: that's a pretty cool job. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I shouldn't be teaching kids anywhere, but you know, if I had to teach a class that would be the class that I would teach.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Or podcasting class would be you, right? <laughs> I'm working on it,
1: man. Cool. Uh, yeah. I mean I've had the distinct pleasure of coming to your class several times and uh, for, you know, two or three hours at a time and teaching your kids about podcasting and um, and then this year we switched it up where the kids came to the studio yeah. Podcasting and uh yeah it uh it looked like they had a lot of fun so
0: that was like the last day you were downstairs too you guys moved up to the fifth floor now
1: yeah exactly yeah we, we moved on up like the jeffersons man
0: <laughs> but we had it that was a great time they they all had a blast so they'll, they'll all be logging on and listening to this as well which is great um and uh they love going back and uh and watching and listening to that the podcasting that they did so uh and uh I don't know. <laughs> it was great. Um, but anyway, we're here today. Um, usually we have you in and we, we get the kids, the podcast and, uh, beforehand usually do a little, uh, Q and a and talk about, you know, your background and stuff. And I have a, a lot of new freshman students in the arts program as well that they, they don't even know. They, some might know who you are, but they haven't got to meet you yet cause you didn't come in. So this will be all new to them.
1: Awesome. So, I, uh,
0: yeah. Fire away. Ask anything you want. So, uh, well, since we'll we'll focus on podcasting, if they don't know who you are, oh, well, (laughs) all right. Uh, How did you get started in doing all this uh, podcasting and uh, Um, creating a shared universe, which is what you have now, and it's growing?
1: So I blame Kevin Smith. Uh, He started podcasting very, very early on in about 2007. He, uh, He found a format where he could express himself, where he could talk about whatever he wanted. And basically, there were no rules. So... I think Kevin even when he was making films he was uh there's always this kind of cloud over him of rules um even when he was at Miramax I remember once when he was shooting Dogma his uh his third movie Dogma he had wanted to do a thing where he wanted to post his dailies online like on the same day they were shot uh because he wanted to give people a world a look into like the his world of filmmaking they really have that was, yet did they? <laughs> yeah and he wanted to dis- demystify it and i'm like dude that's awesome man like no filmmaker out there would ever post his dailies on the same day he shot them yeah. how cool would that be and then uh, oddly enough i think harvey weinstein called and was <laughs> like dude you the, you can't you can't yeah. give away the movie before it comes out theatrically what are you thinking and he got i think harvey weinstein yelled at him <laughs> and he had to go back he was like well miramax said i couldn't post the dailies that stinks. But I knew he really wanted to. And, like, how revolutionary would that have been in film?
0: Oh, wow. Way if, back, back then? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So so, I, so I, un-
1: Yeah. So I always thought, uh, you know, everything he did, you know, there was always rules. And um, I know at one point, Kevin wanted to have his own radio show. So um, when he moved out to L.A., uh, a station gave him two hours on a Saturday night so he could try it out. Oh, yeah. And. Um it was it was good. I think um if you go back if you google it you could probably listen to it. Really? He
0: has it out uh, there.
1: Yeah, I think he was on and he got our friend Brian Lynch uh to co-host with him. It was very cool, but I think it was the same thing though. They're like, well you can't curse. You got to break for commercials. Like there are all these rules.
0: I could just see him doing commercials.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Well, alright, this isn't as fun as I thought it would be, but you know, a couple of years later, podcasting rolled around. And he was like, "Well, what what are the rules?" And they're like the rules are. There are no rules. Yeah. And um, I I remember uh, I remember posting his very first episode in 2007, and I remember listening to it. And you know he was cursing, and there, there's a lot of off color topics on there. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. This is, wow. This is really cool. And of course, you know, once he started podcasting, a lot of people started listening to it because one, uh, he had an audience already. He was famous. But two, he's such a great storyteller whether it be movies or you know just telling stories from his voice um, that I think podcasting was a perfect medium for him.
0: Yeah that's one Um, thing for showed the kids was like or even excerpts of it where Kevin talks well I think I did one at one point tried to find a story that he told that didn't have so much cursing in it. Hard to do. It was good it was good I forget what it was it was when I first started I think I had like little clips of, of like some partial stories that he told because uh they haven't seen him like on stage and how he does it so um those shows were great i used to go to a lot of them
1: yeah so he really really took to podcasting and uh you know he gained a very large audience very quickly and uh he became he became one of the you know the top podcasters along with uh i think at the time like ricky gervais was up there i think joe rogan was uh, was getting there um uh, um, Adam Carolla. Um, he was, you know, he was at the very, he was at the top of a very short list of very well-known, very highly trafficked podcasters. And, um, so a couple years after he started that, um, I mean, you could tell he really fell in love with it. He was one of the few guys who, uh, who, uh, found a way to make money doing it by doing live shows and he was selling some advertising. And at some point he was like, you know what, I want to start a network. I want to start a podcast network. I need other shows that aren't just me. Um at the time I think he had that and he had a couple other shows that were him and somebody else. But he wanted to start a network. So he got um he got Walton Bryan and Brian Quinn to start a uh, they had a podcast called Tell Him Steve Dave. That went on the network and uh he came to me one day he's like, "Hey, I want you to start a podcast." <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you talking about? i
0: out of the blue." He was just like, "Hey, <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, what had happened was that he, he, uh, he had a, he had a show and he went on vacation. So he wanted me and Mike to fill in for him. Uh-huh. And we were like, we didn't really know what we were doing, yeah. but he was like, just I'm going to town. I needed to fill in. And, uh, and we did, and we were pretty good. And he heard it. And he was like, you guys should continue podcasting and I want you guys to podcast about comic books. He had heard of, uh, this long segment we did on comics. He's like, I want you to keep doing that and do it as a podcast. I'm like, that first time was fun, but nobody cares about me. Like they care about you. You're famous already. You're awesome, and uh, you know. You're, of course, you your podcast would take off. I was a guy who uploaded his podcast on the internet. I was the IT guy, and uh, you know that's what he hired me for. I was yeah. like, I don't want to. I I I didn't want to talk into a microphone. <laughs> um, I didn't want to start a podcast. I, I was like, I have no business doing this. I'll support you though. He's like, no, no, no. I need, I need you to start a podcast for this network. Uh, you know, don't worry. You're gonna, it's gonna be awesome, and people are gonna listen to you. I'm like, well, what am I gonna podcast about? And he's like, well, what do you, what do you like? What do you wanna, what would you podcast about? And uh, I, I don't know. I would do like comic books, Star Wars, and food, I guess. He's that like, is. great. That's a podcast.
0: That is, and you know, been, that was a, was at the start of I Sell Comics.
1: That was the start of ISO Comics. Yeah, I, but I was like, that's not a podcast. That's, that's just a couple of guys talking about comic books, uh, Star Wars, and food. He's like, you don't get it. That number one, that is a podcast. And number two, you're gonna your your audience is gonna be everybody else that loves comic books, Star Wars, and food. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'm like, all right, so me, that's what I, I, me and Mike sat down behind the uh, beat up poker table in the back of the comic book shop. We uh, we fired up some mics, um some microphones. Mike absolutely got fired up. And uh, yeah, we started talking about comic books. We talked about some Star Wars. Mike used to be a chef and I love to eat. So we talked about food and uh, yeah, we were often running from there because I, I remember I was like, how, I was like, Kevin, man, how long do you want us to go for? He was like, can you do like an hour? I'm like, yeah, I could probably talk an hour about star Wars comic books and food. And I remember that ep- that one ep- that first episode, I think we went almost two hours without even knowing it. Cause um, I didn't even look at my phone. I didn't even look at my watch like time just flew by so quick because we were having so much fun
0: you don't realize how fast it goes we uh, it happened to us all a lot of times yeah Damn. and I, short stuff
1: yeah 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 and i was like wow that was really fun and i remember the thing that struck me is i went back and i listened to it just to see if we were decent or not and i was like wow this actually sounds pretty good like we sounded like we went to broadcast school uh, <laughs> because you know we flowed pretty well uh at that point i'd known mike for about 10 years so you know we had a pretty good we had a pretty good dialogue going already just as friends. Um, but since we, you know, since we were so well versed in comics and Star Wars and food, the conversation flowed pretty naturally. You know, we, we were never stuck at a point like, well, gee, what do you want to talk about now? You know, we never had a gap in the conversation. We sounded like a couple of DJs just riffing on uh, on on pop culture and uh, and anything else that came to mind. And, um, and we were hooked instantly. I was like, "Man, that was really fun. Let's keep going." So, um, yeah, I, for
0: and now years, to keep track of that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. For years after that, we were we recorded pretty faithfully once a week. And um, I think uh, we just crossed our like three hundred tenth episode at this point. So um, we, uh, I think, in the last year or so, we we slowed down. We had we kind of got off that once a week schedule because uh, we opened up our own podcast studio.
0: Yeah, well, in uh, Eatontown, New Jersey.
1: Yeah, and uh, that was the only thing that kind of got us off our schedule. But uh, you were asking about how the studio got started. Um, At some point, uh, I saw comics kind of took off. We got comic book men um, somehow found its way on the TV. And um, so whenever we would go to a Comic-Con or when people would visit the store, they they would come over to me and Mike like, hey, man, we really love the podcast. We're like, oh yeah, that's cool, man. You listen to I saw comics, or you know, you listen to our podcast. They're like, yeah, it sounds like fun. Um, we want to do our own. How do we do it? I'm like, oh well, and uh, I we would give them like a 10 minute lesson, you know, 10 15 minutes. Oh. And uh, I was like, and and yeah, you know, I would tell them kind of briefly what equipment to buy, how to upload it, where to upload it, things like that. But it was, I you know, in the back of my head, I was always like, man. This really needs to be like a class, like a two hour class where we, you know, we give everybody everything. We teach everything, everybody, what we've learned in the last 10 years. We teach that and then we actually podcast and that would be a legit class. Um, but I was like, well, wait, we, we don't have anywhere to do it. And, um, uh, you know, we, we'd always kind of joked around about opening up a studio or like a classroom or something like a podcast studio or a podcast classroom or or like a space that would do both. And um, finally, after a couple of years, uh, yeah, we finally got off our butts and did it. And uh, yeah, it was a total experiment, man. We didn't know if anybody would use it. We thought we didn't know if uh, it'd be too niche. We didn't know if anybody wanted to start podcasts besides us. Like we knew it was fun. Uh, we knew our friends were having fun doing it. We knew Kevin was having fun doing it. But would, you know, I would, wear her right off. Oh, yeah, would anybody else, uh, you know, would anybody else do it? And, uh, I, I slowly, but surely I remember like, uh, so at first, uh, you know, our friends would come in, then we had friends of friends. And then I remember the first day when we booked a client and it, we were like, holy crap, we don't know these people. We like, this has to be we, like, we cleaned up the studio. Like we had to make it look professional. And, uh, I remember they came in and they were a little nervous and, you know, I was there to guide them. And, uh, by the end they're like, whoa, that was really fun. Like, can we come back next week? I was like, oh man, I think this is going to work. So um so that was uh we opened up officially uh, a little over two years ago and uh we've been going ever since
0: yeah and then and you're expanding too you have that and um I, there's so many more podcasters in there now and now you uh opened up asbury park as well yeah yeah.
1: yeah yeah we have a we have a studio right on the ocean front right, right on the ocean on the asbury park boardwalk and uh that um yeah, it was it was weird how that happened. I was just walking by a vacant uh property, very nice, very new. And um the uh the the developers of the boardwalk, uh they had we'd been talking about starting a podcast for the city of Asbury Park and encouraging all the public events there and some of the business owners or uh, you know, some of the people who run Asbury Park. And uh we were they're kind of taking me on a tour and I saw a vacant storefront and I was like, hey, what's going on here? like um you know that uh that's going to be empty until the summer i'm like oh really huh and then i woke up the next morning and i was like well if no one's using it maybe they would let us use it um maybe for a reduced rate or something and uh i i, I in the back of my head i was like no man there's no way this oceanfront property this is highly desirable but i'm like you know what what the hell and i sent them an email and uh, i had a whole pitch written out about what i wanted to do and, uh, yeah, lo and behold, they're like, you know what? You, uh, that's a, this is a great idea. Um, uh, yeah. If, if you, uh, let's talk about it. And uh, a week later we were in there with another podcast studio. So, uh, you know, for any kids listening out there for anybody, really, sometimes all you got to do is ask. It's yeah. very, it's very weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, there's so many times in life where you're like, ah, man, that'll never happen. I'm, I'm not even gonna bother asking.
0: Always take notes, right? Always, if you, just go out there and try it. Right?
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Very recently I've learned two things. One, if you don't ask the question, the answer is always no. Mm-hmm. And number two, uh, just be bold, man. Just, uh, you know, if it seems like a crazy idea, that's why it's going to work, you know, just ask. And, uh, you know, if, if they say no big deal, then, you know, you, you didn't lose anything. You were right where you started. But if they say yes, yeah. Then you got some cool stuff happening and um, students.
0: go ahead try cuz uh, even with the celebrities I get sometimes they give them messages like I'll ask a lot of them and I'll get a couple right and I just do it. They're like yeah, of course we'll do it. You know, you were there when uh, the girl from Walking Dead when I went up to her and she did a video. Yep. Quick and stuff like that and the kids love that. So um you just have to ask and you know if they say no okay bye if they say yeah
1: all right yeah but i mean i know what it feels like uh you know growing up i was uh, i was pretty shy and i i never asked those questions man i was never bold i was like you know what i'm just you know there's something i want to ask or there's something i want to do but you know they're probably going to say no and so i just i just kind of slunk back and i didn't didn't do it and then later on i'd be like man i should have i should have asked i should have you know i should have taken action I should have been a little more bold, and um,
0: I think we're all like that. Though when we're younger too, I did like I was the same way. I was shy, and then later on in life, I was like, oh, I don't care anymore. I'll <laughs> just ask. Yeah,
1: I know. I just I wish I could go back to uh, you know my high school self and be like, you know what, just just do it, just just ask, just uh, whatever whatever you're thinking in the back of your head would be a cool idea. Just try it because uh, because it is a cool idea.
0: You never know. You never yeah. Know what happens, so. Um, yeah. So from from that, what what do you want to do with the shared universe from that point now? So you have Eaton Town, you have Asbury. What are you looking? And you have a lot of people that podcast, and now you're doing it online with a lot of people because we have to. Yeah. what, so, what are you yeah. looking forward to in the future with it?
1: So I think the moment uh, that we started getting a lot of people coming in, and uh, and it, and it just wasn't the people coming in; it was kind of the diversity of topics that people wanted to podcast about. So. On one end, we had, uh, you know, small businesses. We had, like, real estate lawyers or, you know, people running real estate companies. And uh, we had them. We had a lot. We have a lot of people coming in, encouraging people in the health and fitness industry, which is pretty cool. On the other end of the spectrum, we uh, we have a podcast where it's just three guys that just go out and party. And then they come back and they talk about it every week on a podcast. And then we, and then we have everything in between. So I think once I realized uh that not only i knew that podcasting was for everybody that you could talk about any topic you wanted but once i realized that people would use that as a service and have fun doing it i was like oh man we gotta we, you know we gotta we gotta get this to everybody so the ultimate goal for a shared universe is to have uh, a shared universe podcast studio everywhere um i would love it i would love to see it in every major city um and you know especially all the cities that i love and i i go to in my travels uh like houston you know we both know houston texas it is an amazing town that could that could really use a podcast studio right now Uh, but cities like chicago and nashville and atlanta georgia and uh you know there's so much you know i could see this working in so many places and um I'm, i'm hoping to make that happen in uh in the near future but uh yeah i i think if it can work and you know we're not in a big area Eatontown, new jersey asbury these are small to mid-sized communities that and you know if you combine them they kind of make up one large area yeah. but uh you know imagine dropping a shared universe in the middle of like chicago or something uh-huh. I, I think uh you know i could i think we could be on to something there
0: yeah or even new york city
1: oh man yeah if only the rents were so either weren't yeah. so high so um yeah so I'm, I'm i'm working on it you know like any small business uh you know you, you gotta you gotta recoup your initial investments and then put that money towards something bigger and uh, i think that's uh, that's where we're heading toward right now
0: well hopefully all this will end soon and we can go back into the studios and do that but this is on in the meantime this is great so we're gonna have some more shows uh live here on the internet which is it's gonna be a, a cool thing while well, we have not much Else, things to do right I mean you've been doing this a lot now
1: yeah I have uh, for me it's keeping me sane for sure and it's keeping me connected to all, all the people that um, you know either were coming in the studio or I'm seeing a lot of friends who I haven't seen in a while yeah uh, just people I've run into in my travels and uh, you know we're, we're figuring out or I'm helping them get hooked up uh, via live streaming or video conferencing and uh, yeah, I mean tech technology whether you love it or hate it in times like this, in times of crisis, it actually works out pretty well. So, um, you know, I've been hopping on one-on-one video chats with people. Yeah. And uh, the other night I was on a, on a on a video conference with like 20 other people <laughs> who I hadn't seen in a year from the convention world. And it was good. I think it was good for my soul. It was good for my sanity. And um, I, I just think, uh, you know, especially now when we're all basically forced to be apart um you know things like podcasting and technology is really bringing us closer together i think that's pretty cool
0: it's actually also easier to get uh celebrities now to send little messages they're home they got nothing else to do yeah, so.
1: yeah, yeah they're not working any productions they're not traveling uh yeah they're uh <laughs> yeah so i i imagine uh, there's that app called cameo i imagine they're doing pretty well right now
0: yeah um and uh a lot of them that like, uh, if I sent out an email a long time ago, I like, Hey, Hey, hey can, I got your email and all that. Can, can you send a message Then you haven't heard from them in like months and months and months? I figured, Oh, I'll never hear from them. And then all of a sudden they're starting to come in now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they're going through their backlog. They're like
0: S so, like, might as well do it now. Right. Who's was so,
1: um, like, ah, I'll answer his email. Yeah. Well, I'll see what he's up to. Maybe he'll talk back to me. So yeah, I think, um,
0: so I got a couple coming in from, for the students and, uh, um, I had a guy from Star Wars Rebels who, who does a voice. He did a little intro. We uh, we just released our film festival online. So um, if you go to North TV Film Productions on YouTube and you click on, you can, uh, um, on that YouTube, you can watch our, it's about an hour long, of a bunch of our films and a couple of celebrities pop in there. And uh, the one of the celebrities uh, introduces our little Star Wars fan film.
1: That's awesome. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I met the filmmaker behind the Star Wars fan film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he was very enthusiastic. Uh, he had a lot of energy. And I, I I could tell, I wish I could have been there the first day that he figured out how to make a lightsaber. Like, that must have just been mind-blowing.
0: It's pretty cool. You got, uh, well, I think I showed you the clip anyway or something. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we they never got the finish because of all, you know, they they had a lot of footage and they had to shoot like one or two more, One maybe one more day. It's all they needed. And they were unable to do that because, you know, we're not in school right now. Um, And they needed like the gym for a certain thing. But they got a lot done. And um, I think he's editing more of it together. But we have a nice little intro part. And it says to be continued at the end. Oh, that's awesome. But it's actually enough for a student film. It's like about four minutes long. And it's just the intro. And uh, what what was the
1: YouTube channel called again?
0: uh, North TV Film Productions
1: okay cool I, i'm definitely gonna check that out i'm, uh, I'm putting it in uh in the, in the chat here too
0: we just released it yesterday our online film festival the north uh, online film festival and already we got over 100 views which is great that means people are watching and you can also right now for the next few days there's a link right below it and you can actually write in the names of the best actor best actress and by the end of the week i'm going to it's all tallying up, too, on that sheet that I have.
1: Yeah. We'll,
0: we'll have the winners by, like, Friday. That's
1: badass, man. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's amazing what you can do when you're home and not doing much, right?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you come up. Uh, yeah, just start your own awards festival for sure.
0: Yeah, so uh, we put that together, and uh, that's really cool. And then- Yeah,
1: I, I love your setup. Um, You know, I, I when I was in high school many years ago, we had a TV. We, it was a TV radio class back then they didn't do film and they, you know, we had the little set and everything, but, um, I think the technology wasn't where like a guy like me wanted it to be, where I wanted to, you know, I can make a full-on production. I think I thought it was very rudimentary back uh, when I was going to high school in the early nineties.
0: Oh, it was, yeah. <laughs> we, we had a, we did have 16 millimeter film though, but it was really hard for us to get it. You know, we film with it, but then to get it developed, it would like, they would send it out and it would never come back.
1: Oh man, I imagine it must be expensive at this point too. Because like I don't know who's processing 60 millimeter film at this point. But I, I remember going into your classroom. You guys had a whole roll of like high end IMAX. You guys have like a whole Adobe suite. Um, these kids could legit. I mean, and they do legit make shorts and uh, professionally quality shorts and film with motion graphics and you know high end editing. And uh, I was like, man, I. I, I it's pretty cool that, you know, the filter feature, feature of filmmaking is, is being birthed in, um in like high schools right now.
0: Yeah. So uh, that's, what's pretty much going on with us. Uh, we have uh, actually Easter break or winter break or not winter break, spring break coming up in a, a couple of days. So we have five more days and they got quarterlies to do online right now. So I thought it'd be really cool to have um, you as a uh, guest speaker since we can't have you in class. And now I could just, you know, Take this video, put it up there, and uh, they can watch it.
1: Yeah, right on. That's cool. I mean, I'm I'm always here to help out, uh, Middletown North anytime for sure.
0: Yes, we'll have to maybe early next year when we start out. We'll have you in early next year with our new studio because they're gonna they're fixing it up a little bit.
1: Oh man, yeah, I uh, I've heard rumors of uh, possibly a podcast studio in there at some point. That's
0: uh, uh, on the list of things to do. So.
1: I would love to help out with for sure.
0: You never know; It could be a podcasting podcasting class in the future. That's that's my goal to have it there. So that's one of my goals to have at the school.
1: I think uh, I, I mean I think that's probably in the future where there will be a podcasting curriculum in all high in schools.
0: They do have them in the middle schools. They have like a little you know computer and uh, and, and you can so a couple I think a couple of middle schools have it.
1: That's cool. I mean, I've always because uh, uh, you know inner students mainly adults or uh, you know a couple some millennial podcasters. I mean, I, uh, although our age range goes from like 15 to like 70. So, yeah. you know, we run the whole gamut uh, as far as podcasters go, but I've always encouraged uh, more, more, um, you know, more kid podcasters or more teen podcasters, um, you know, cause you and I both know they have stuff to say and uh, what better outlet than podcasting.
0: Yeah. So uh, I might, you know, as we do this and go along in the next uh, few weeks, to see if some of my students want to come on so we're going to try to get that some of the filmmakers and they can talk about their films um as well as other filmmakers and we're going to try to do hang on to your shorts uh podcast soon as well
1: oh yeah we're uh i think i think that'd be a lot of fun for sure
0: and and we'll have more guests i'll have some more guests and people on uh and uh more on film episodes so uh i just want to say uh, you know thanks for uh for being here with us, and um, I'm sure the kids will enjoy it, and they'll uh, listen into the podcast at a shared universe.
1: Awesome! Thanks for having me. I, uh, I it's a, it's, a, it's a huge honor. Always, always, Mister Cullen.